0: And thank you for checking in today, Educadance Podcast. I really appreciate your time. Uh, I really appreciate all the support I've been getting lately. Uh, Make sure you uh, hit us up on Instagram, at Educadance. On Twitter, at Educadance. I even got free resources at Teachers Pay Teachers. So check that out, TPT. Uh, Just search for at Educadance for you. And uh, I'm even on YouTube. (laughs) I got some of the teacher tutorials on there on on YouTube. Uh, You can just search Educadance. All those links are on my Instagram, at Educadence, And uh, we'll be um, on our way to a thousand downloads. So I appreciate all the love. Today's episode features a local teacher here in Sacramento um, who's uh, doing big things in the classroom and is actually uh, in her doctorate program now. And so we're going to talk to her about her experiences in Mexico and everything she's experienced on her way to her uh, teacher journey. Thanks for listening. Here we go. Now, on to the show. All right, we're going to get started today on today's episode and uh, have a good friend of mine. um, I want her to introduce herself. Can you tell us who you are?
1: Okay. Hello. My name is Angelina Kier. Um, I am from Mexico, from Mazatlán, Sinaloa. And I moved here with my husband in two, 2016. So it's been All
0: right. You're here in Sacramento now, right? You're teaching uh, Espanol, right? See. Sí. All um, right.
1: I've been teaching for two years. This is gonna be my third year here.
0: Nice. And um so you say you're from Acatlanja. So how was that? Like how did you end up in, you know, Sacramento? Like what was it that took you? from Sinaloa all the way here, you know, what is it, you know, can you guys kind of tell us a little bit about that?
1: Sure. Um, I'm an immigrant. So first I moved from Mazatlán to Tijuana. So it's a a border town to San Diego, California. Mm -hmm. And um, I went to study uh, over there because, um, you know, my brother was living there and the school was... um, you know, had uh, it was better. Um, so I went there. I studied law, and I worked um, I don't know six years, and then I got the opportunity to. It was um it was an interesting story. So I I applied to work uh, teaching English as a second language at a school part time uh, mm-hmm. on Saturdays. It was like a community. Um, outreach program uh-huh. but then in the interview the the coordinator offered me a full-time position and um, it was it was interesting because I had no prior experience in teaching and I told her that I said um, unless you want to mentor me full-time you know you want to take me on as a mentor I'll right. do it and she said yes I'll mentor you so um, she she and I became very good friends, um, and she kept her word. Um, she mentored me all that time, and um, at the same time, I was doing a uh, teacher teaching training. Mm-hmm. So I realized um, soon enough that if you know, I, I fell in love with teaching. I really liked it, um, so I went to to get my master's in education and um, I started working full-time as a teacher Um, I started in it's like a community college right and then I moved to um, private private education
0: in Um, Tijuana right
1: in Tijuana yeah this Mm -hmm. was in Tijuana and um, over there you know the Back then I, I I think that you know they were because it it was a border town, mm-hmm. they had the presence of San Diego. And uh you know, they had access to all these trainings for teachers that oh, okay. you know were yeah, teaching yeah, yeah. English as a second language. There was this access um geographically, you know, so right. you can just cross the border and and go to trainings uh, to to teach, so it was a very interesting experience and um, I work thirteen years as a teacher in Tijuana, and my last job um I was a vice principal at a high school mm-hmm. and then, like yeah. I said, you know, I met my husband and we got married, and we decided you know we wanted to have a a house with a big enough garden so we can, you know, um, plant vegetables and stuff. So, you know, San Diego area was, uh, was not an option. It was, uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's, it, it was, not an option so we moved here and kind of, and kind
0: of expensive huh kind of, kind of expensive
1: right it's crazy expensive crazy expensive um but it wasn't it, you know we could have stayed in tijuana you know and, and cross the border and moved like many people do that they right. live in tijuana and then they cross the border to go work but that's not um ideal either anyway so fast forward we move here and Pretty much I had to start all over, you know, retraining and um, adapting to, you know, the differences in education here. Um, um, so, in in a way, you know, I feel like I start I started over as a teacher. Right. right. But it, it, I feel confident.
0: did they make you... Um... Like you say you start over like did they give you any credit for your college experience in Mexico or did you have to like do everything from the beginning
1: No yeah they did they did um honor my you know they did recognize my my um um school bachelor? my okay. bachelor's and my masters uh-huh. Okay um but I still had to take some um which is understandable right because I right. didn't go to school here in the US so I had to take this um, um, prerequisites uh, classes for the credential uh, program for the Mm -hmm. uh, for the credential program at Sac State, and um, I you know it took me a couple years to 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 land there. Um, I wanted to to do everything through the teaching the California teaching associate the CTC. I wanted to do everything you know directly. But nobody could give me a straight answer. And mm. one day I just thought, oh, I'm, there's a college of education at Sac State I'm going to go. And I just literally, you know, it was a drop, uh, drop in. And the, the person there was really helpful. Like she, she made the difference. Like she gave me, like she sat me down and said, look, this is what you need to do. You need to take this exam and take this mm-hmm. and this and these classes and give me your transcripts. Even if you don't come to, you know, to Sac State to do your teaching, this is the pathway that you need to take for you to be a teacher. And I'm, okay. I'm very grateful for that because it was, like I said, two years that I was, uh, you know, knocking doors, on doors. Yeah. yeah, so...
0: What, what, what have you seen? I know you've, uh, you've taught a couple of years here now. What I mean, how, what would you have seen like a as difference as far as like programs for the kids or maybe like as far as how the curriculum is set up? Anything you can kind of tell us a quick little detail, something different from maybe the education they give to students in Tijuana to what they do here in California?
1: Um, the main thing and I've taught and, and I've talked about this with the uh, professors at Sac State. Uh, my uh-huh. observation: the thing that that I was like, "Wow, this is so interesting." Um, so, the content that kids have here in middle school and high school, it's um, lower than in Mexico. Mm. So, and I talked about this, and and I made the comparisons, and and you. I teach Spanish 1 and Spanish for heritage speakers. Mm-hmm. So my heritage speakers uh students, you know, their math level is is more advanced than than um kids from here. Um and I think it's because they took even if they only took one or two grades in Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, they're far way advanced compared to here um, and you know in my experience I I went to public school in in Mexico and mm-hmm. I remember that you know the classes that I took in junior high and high school like they they're mm, you know they're very different rigorous, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they're they're very rigorous and it makes sense because in in Mexico um preparatoria which is high school
0: La prepa.
1: Uh-huh. Right. I the way that I've seen the content is it's more of a general education. Like I I tell I tell my you know my friends, well I took uh you know I know, I know how to balance a check. Uh you know, they gave us uh, you know it's called contabilidad y right. administración. So and, it's kind yeah. of um I don't know like home economics I guess yeah 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 some kind um, of like home
0: life skills yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah and and we did um like I remember in high school I did three um research like I literally went to the um places to gather information you know surveys and interview people and 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 you know compiled data and um give the you know it it was me- methodology research methodology was the class and um i learned a lot not only um how to do research but also you know social skills you learn a lot because they expose you to okay you're going to interview the leader of the mm-hmm. fishermen you know association right. um so i don't i i guess you know, it depends on the schools that, like, and everything, right? Right. Do you think,
0: um, you know, now that you kind of see how it goes here, because, like, a lot of the seniors here are pushed to go to college, and there's so many resources, right, like free testing, and there's, like, all kinds of college seminar nights, and they're, like, they help them uh, apply and all that. Is that is that very accessible in Mexico for, like, a student to get those resources and those programs to get into college and actually, like, pursue that?
1: Um, well, there are not um like um the 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 person like uh, like counselors that you have here we don't have right. that okay i remember that i was struggling to choose so here's another thing in mexico um higher education is fixed fixed in the way that You graduate from preparatoria, and then you have to call on your major. You have to decide at 17, what do you want to study?
0: (laughs) (laughs) For the rest of your life. It's fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's
1: fixed. As opposed in here that you can go and and take some classes and then.
0: Undeclared. Yeah. Right. Right. And and
1: I struggled with that because um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. (laughs) And, and, uh, I, you know, I, I got help, but, um, not necessarily from my school. I mean, the school gave you information, but very general, you had Mm -hmm. to, to search on your own. Like, I, I got a book, like literally a book on, on majors Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and you had to do the test, like you had to self test yourself and, um. It was hard because, you know, um, my my in my family, you know, my parents didn't go to um, college, but they 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 were said, oh, yeah, you're going to college. So, like, right. But how?
0: Yeah, there's no like uh, there's no like, yeah, help or some go of, like, path to follow. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, the, my mom was was like, oh, yeah, study. You know, contabilidad, become an accountant. I'm like, oh no,
0: <laughs> numbers. <laughs> I don't want to be an.
1: I don't want to be an accountant, and I don't think I'm good at that. And anyway, it 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 is different because you don't have that time. Yeah. yeah. To to set in, like I see it in here as an advantage. Yeah, right. Because here,
0: here we get like so many. Um, you know, I could obviously speak of myself because. You know, you can go to junior college if you wanted to, and you don't have to really have a major. You can kind of just figure out what you want to do there, and it's a lot more accessible. Or you could, you know, go to your four-year. And, and even if you go to a four-year, you don't have to declare a major. You know, you can go undeclared, and you can just exactly. a, figure it out. But there, I, I do see, like, a big push, especially I'm at a high school, and I know you're going to be at a high school this year. There's a big push of, like, every single kid's going to go to college, right? And so like, there's, like, the counseling right. group. Then there's, like, even sometimes there's a college, like, uh, advisor at school that's also pushing these kids and giving them, information on scholarships and majors and like you said programs and they do college visits and it's kind of cool to hear that you say like in mexico it's a lot different you know maybe it's kind of like well you finish you know figure it out you know that's kind of kind of different right way different than here way different
1: and um it 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 also has to do with you don't have time to waste Mm. like like you know in high school it's like I took philosophy, sociology, you know, um, all this, um, I will think, and I also took um, college classes. I was 15 and I was enrolled in advanced um, literature and writing um, class from the university Mm -hmm. because I like to write. So I... I had that opportunity, and I had that exposure to to college because of my it. It was my initiative to have uh, my um, you know contact with you know college. Right. So I had college professors on Saturdays, you know, teaching me how to write, you know, short stories and poetry oh and all that, and um, it it helped me. But I had to reach out for those experiences or resources right and um, that's the difference and you know once I once I settle on okay I want to go to law school it was um, um, almost six years and it's uh, from the first day to the last day it's law like it's very specialized so you you learn everything about law
0: so there's no like general ed here, like the two years where you just kind of learn a little bit about everything, or, or you just go straight no. to the major. Okay. No, you go
1: straight to your major. Wow. So really my yeah. my first class in in law school was uh, Roman law, family law, and general theory of uh, law. <laughs> okay. So Okay. And 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 that is like boom, uh, boom, 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 and then right. next semester another and very specialized. Right. Um. And like I said, you know, some of the general ed classes that I see here in the U.S., uh, you might get at a preparatoria. Yeah, high
0: school. If it,
1: right. If it's, um, it depends on the system. There are different systems, but um, yeah, it's it's very different. So, of course, I I you know when I went to get my masters in in education, I was like i was already convinced you know i was mature enough and i had been exposed to teaching yeah, that yeah, i yeah. i was set on this is the this is the road i want to take and this is the pathway and this is you know and
0: what um what do you think um so you said you obviously you know you you learn english where did you learn english in mexico
1: yes i did um um when I was, I don't know, I was eight, when, you know, my, my brother um, was going to um, be enrolled at a language school. Mm -hmm. And my mom, and I said, I want to go too. Um, So it, 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 like I said, like a lot of things that you had to do on your own. So my mom, you know, my parents um, made a lot of sacrifices for for us. So she said, oh, so I have to save money. So you two, you know, like the two of you can be enrolled in that private school. It was a language school after, you know, so I would go to school. We will right. go to school and then we'll come home, you know, have lunch and then spend two hours in language school uh, in the evenings. Yeah, and I've uh, seen that.
0: Like I see I see like um, you know, some of my family members in Mexico, they go to like this special little school, like in the shopping center, and they just go take English classes on the weekend or something, like a little academy or something. Is that something kinda kind of like what you did after school? Kind of like an after school program. Yes. Kind of
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. um I think I finished that in three years. hmm And that that did it. I have my diploma, you know, English. Yeah. And, uh, but of course, you know, la- learning a language is a lifelong adventure. Right. So right. I, it wasn't until I started working as a um I, I started working and I started translating um the bylaws. Hmm. So that's when I get my I got my, you know, um I had to put my skills into Yeah, oh, yeah, practice. Yeah.
0: Started playing. Yeah. yeah
1: so it it helped me a lot, like uh, I think that my my parents did the best investment in in us by you know sending us to you know language school and yeah. uh, college, and they were very they may have not guided us as they would want would have wanted to, right. but you know, they did the best and they but, did well, awesome. yeah, they
0: did, they, did, they did. what they knew, you know, I like didn't, you know, yeah. there's like no right or wrong way, you know, parents, there's no handbook, right? How to raise your kids or how to right. get them to the next level. But I think every parent tries to at least do their best, you know, to, you know, uh, make everything accessible as much as they can. And so like, you know, obviously they did, they did something right, right. You're over here and you're pursuing your doctor degree now, you know, which is like huge, right? You're coming from Sinaloa, you go to Tijuana, you're all the way here. And, and <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Who does that? You know what I mean? Like, this is not a normal thing, which is great. I'm laughing means, like...
1: because, um, it, you're right. It's, uh, like, um, you know, it's, it's a dream. I feel sometimes I wake up and I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is the dream, right? You know, access to education and, 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 and the reason is because I am a believer. Like I, I, believe with every fiber of my soul that you know education is powerful education changes you and it it transforms you and 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 it's it stays with you forever and it's something that nobody can take away from you and right and that's that's why i do what i do
0: and (laughs) do you think like learning like that second language in mexico like those experiences you had of like learning a second language like when you like are teaching Spanish to these kids here, um, and I'm pretty sure you get the comment, like, why do I have to learn this? Right? Is this important? Do you ever like yeah. share them your story and be like, hey, it's important to know a second language because this and that? Do you ever like talk to your students about that?
1: You know, I do, of course. I I I do explain that. I share my my you know, my my journey with them. Um but the difference is, and this is key, I, I believe, that in Mexico, learning another language was very valuable, right? And pursued and and you know it, it was a goal uh, for everyone to you know to reach it to right. to be to be able to to become bilingual. Yeah, and then um, I come here and. There are very few, uh, you know, I've encountered and and I have to recognize there are, I've had really, really amazing students that value that, that they see it as I see it, as, uh, you know, they say, you know, because we do all this activity. So what do you think um, learning a second language will, will help you with And, and they're very honest. And some of them are very aware that, you know, it will help them in the future and it, it they can help other people, right. you know, if they need. And that's, that's amazing. I wish it was a majority of the students that I right. encounter in, in the classroom that see learning a second language um, that that way. However, um you know, some kids are like, oh, my mom told me to come to, to take this class. And, and yeah. I'm like, well, your mom is very wise. and You're going to learn and you're going to love it.
0: Right. right. I always get like, you know, I'm a Spanish teacher myself. I always get the parents at back to school now and they say, uh, yeah, I wish I would have paid attention in Spanish class. You know, there's always that parent.
1: Every parent yes. says that. And
0: it's like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm hoping that your student, you know, goes with that because And I know it's kind of hard to teach that. I know maybe because we're in California, we kind of see the value. You know, like, hey, you know, you need to be bilingual, especially in California. But and I understand, you know, some people have a a different, you know, point of view towards that. Like, oh, why do I have to do that? You know, this is wherever, you know, we live here. We we speak English. But if you talk to other people from like, and I, I was talking to my friend today who's from India, you know, people are learning English in India, too. You know, they're learning other languages all over the world so that they could maybe come here one day or they could at least compete in the global market, you know, like the business right. world, you know, and if you don't have a second language, you're already lost. You know, there's people that are no three, four or five languages
1: already. Crazy. That's absolutely true because in, in Mexico, that's the key. That That's that what you said. Um, it makes you competitive. So if you, we learned at a young age that English was, something that was going to set us apart from the you know majority of people right trying to get a good job or, or even good education you know right. it it, right. it is it makes a difference mm-hmm. and unfortunately you don't see that here in California um so
0: yeah no I, I think uh I think obviously like growing up you know, my mom would give us a hard time, you know, we learned Spanish first, and then we obviously, you know, started going to school, and then you just practice your English more, but my mom would always just, like, you know, bug us about it, you know, like, oh, I live in Espanol, I live in Espanol, you know, it's like, you know what I'm saying, your mom, like, listen to me, you know, and she's like, no, you know, and just kind of forcing us to practice, but now it's like, when I became a teacher, you know, it worked out, right, because, like, I'm, I'm teaching Spanish, you know, and I always tell my students, like, hey, like, I think I can teach PE and I could teach other classes because I have the background and I know it, you know. Right. And that makes you, like you say, it makes you a little more competitive. You know, I could teach two or three subjects that maybe another teacher can't. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yes. I and I started seeing that value now, and I try to tell my students like, I'm not telling you that you're going to travel to 21 countries around the world that speak Spanish, you know, but uh, I, I'm telling you that if you're here and you know, you could stay in Sacramento and you would already be more valuable than than another person that's competing for a job with you because you know, anywhere you go, you know, people are learning, you know, there's, they speak Russian and English, you know, they speak, uh, you know, uh, Hmong and English, right. So they, they're already more competitive, you know, they're bilingual. Already. Yes. So it's, it's important for these kids to understand that and like, just dive into it. And like, it, And I think it's like our job as Spanish is just to kind of make it fun and make them also value it, you know, like, Hey, this is cool because of this, you know, and I could, it's not just like, you know, I always joke with my kids, as long as you know how to order your food, you know, at the end of this course, then that's enough for me. But this is a joke. You know, I want them to learn more than that. You know, I need them to right. learn. Like, so, you know, so they could like somewhat because you try to tell them when you go to college, you have to have a foreign language also, you know. And so, yes, you already have three or four years of this language. And now you just do a couple more. And like, I know it takes, like you said, it takes a lifelong, you know, time to like learn a language, you know, because obviously even your first language, you still don't know all of it. You know, there's always right. ways of like, you know, just improving. So you try to tell the kids like, hey, you know, you got to, you, you got to like indulge this, you know, just immerse yourself into it. You'll you'll enjoy it. I, I promise. You know, so that's cool that you're doing that. So I kind of want to talk a little bit, you know, we, we talked about that. That was great. But, you know, I'm a big fan of yours with your, with your chickens that you raise at your house <laughs> and your, um, all your gardening you do. You know, I know this like whole pandemic just made us stay home, but I was like, well, at least Angelina gets to be at her house with all that space and stuff. Can you kind of talk about how you got into that? I know you wanted to do that, but like, why are you doing? You know what are you doing with these chickens? What's going on?
1: Um. <clears throat> well, <laughs> it's um. I I um I think that I discovered the hobby, uh, gardening, here in the U.S. <laughs> I didn't know it was okay. a hobby as a hobby. Uh, where I come from, <laughs> um, you know, having plants in your house is a given
0: um right in mexico yes so so Mm -hmm.
1: my my mom is the the master of uh you know keeping plants in inside the house um i have the green the green yeah oh yes it's it's it runs in the family and all my misdias you know they they will they will go to my house and say, "Oh, you need a plant over here, you know, so you can shade this other plant." And right, I learned from my my mom mainly and my tias, um, and you know, I, and I learned the basics of going around the uh, neighborhood and and collecting uh, poditos, you know, little cuttings, and oh. yeah, that's how I I. Created my my gardens, you know, with little poditos <laughs> from, you know, asking asking neighbors or even strangers. Hey, that's a beautiful plant. Can I have like a little piece of it? Right. And um, so I, I moved here, in, you know, a couple of years ago, and I I see that this is a hobby, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like if, if it's yeah, where I come from is part of your your life. So, right you grow uh, people grow
0: their own food and man, it's normal right people grow their own food yeah,
1: like they're, yeah they're raising yeah. their
0: own chickens like this is not like a. it's not a hobby they just put on Instagram. yeah it's like a, a way of life right it's like daily thing yeah it's a regular yeah thing.
1: absolutely like um you know and and then we'll go visit el el rancho you know my my uncles mis tios mis tios abuelos and everybody has you know their their little plot with tomatoes chiles you know everything right there and chickens running everywhere and it's um interesting because i i came here i came to the u.s and i started you know of course i started my garden and uh one thing led to another (laughs) like i i started uh researching on uh composting and and then you know i did like a one-year research on backyard chickens right and it took me a year of reading books and you know websites and you know best practices i also always
0: always learning you're always learning stuff yes yes and And the the chickens you you got them like certified right you got them like yeah yeah
1: so the um there's um i i was part of um egg uh, study from uc davis And they came. I sent the eggs to have them, you know, analyze, um, you know, what what um, chemicals were. So they're so, yeah. I always say, well, it doesn't get any more free range organic than this. Like I know what I'm eating because you know I see them. Yeah, you know what
0: they're eating. Yeah, you know what they're yeah
1: yeah. So nothing, nothing goes to waste. Like everything here either goes to the chickens, you know, the scraps, or if it doesn't go to the chickens, it goes to the compost.
0: Right. Um,
1: but you know everything like it's a cycle. Everything goes. uh,
0: You like a full ecosystem in your backyard yeah
1: and it's fun because you know and and the chickens not only gives you eggs uh, they, they, it's like chicken therapy but also uh, <laughs> yeah there's something no i'm serious like that's a
0: real just, thing okay
1: yeah no yeah yeah Yeah. you, you go to the you, you go outside and then you just sit and then you start looking at them and there's something about you know the way that they move and then they they communicate with them you know their social um interactions that they have amongst them and it's yeah. like hypnotizing almost and you know they they give you fertilizer which goes to the garden so and that's um, crazy
0: because i i like uh you know obviously i didn't grow up with chickens but i do every time you know it's cool to see someone like raising chickens like what are you doing like we're in the city it's funny like and i know my son enjoys it he goes to your house and he's like you know she has chickens roosters she has you know dogs running around it's like kids love that right it's like amazing like for people just to see it's like a social thing like you said you just see it and it just kind of calms you down and i know you're like so into your garden so i know you've kind of been taking advantage of this whole like global pandemic and staying home and like you know you have everything in your house like you said you're just there enjoying your time with um you know, your husband and, you know, being able to catch up and get ready for your doctorate program, so. um Yeah,
1: it has been, has been, it has been um restrictive in a way, but um we've been using the time to, you know, like you said, just take care of ourselves. The I, call it like
0: a, I call it like, I was calling like a reset, you know, it's like a reset button, like everyone gets the reset, I mean, not everybody, because I know it's affecting, you know, different ways, but right, for those of us that are lucky, like. You know, we we've been able to kind of reset. You know, take care of things at the house, take care of ourselves. You know, start something. I mean, I started this podcast. You know, just because I've been home, I'm like, I need to do something. You know, I, I don't know. I just got creative with it. So we'll see where this takes us. But appreciate your time and coming on here Thank and sharing you. your story. And we're we are going to check back with you. You know, during the school year and see how you're managing, like teaching at a new school and doing your doctorate program and taking care of your
1: chickens and all that. And I want
0: to I <laughs> check back with you for sure.
1: Thank you. And and thank you for having me. It's an honor. Um, I admire you doing this. Um, I think that it's very important that you give, um, you know, so many of us uh, teachers that, you know, we need to have this space to, you know, to share and and, and just listen to other educators that have the same similar struggles as we have or or you know dreams and hopes it, it has yeah. been very very nice to listen to the podcast so congratulations alex very proud of you thank you
0: all right muchas gracias and uh, saludos a Mazatlán, Sinaloa. thank
1: you <laughs> <I will. laughs>
0: all right thank you angelina
1: welcome
0: and thank you for listening today i really appreciate all your time make sure you hit me up on social media at educadance i'm on twitter instagram and youtube at Educadence. and then i have free resources at teachers pay teachers for all the teachers out there um check me out Educadence for you just the number four and then the letter u um, i have different resources there and all my links are on my instagram so just check out my instagram that's where i'm at most of the time um at educadance E D U C A D E N C E. And uh, I really appreciate all your time. We're on our way to a thousand downloads. I got some cool stuff coming for you when we get to that point. Um, hit me up. Make sure you like, comment, share, do all that good stuff. Give me your feedback. I really do appreciate all the feedback I get from people. Don't just tell me, "Oh, you did a great job." No, I want to hear everything. So, let me know how we can uh, improve this podcast. And um, I appreciate your time. Please share this to see your friends. Thank you.